Welcome to The Hoodoo Factory, a game show and discussion podcast about the 90s NBC sitcom classic, News Radio. We will be drafting News Radio episodes into units with a common theme. In part A of the podcast, we will host a game show based on our drafted episodes. The contestants will compete for ABSA points in hopes of being declared the ABSA winner. In part B of the podcast, we will discuss the episode in greater detail. We are three dorks who prefer the term news radiologists who decided to use Twitter and podcasting for good instead of pure evil. Hello, fellow WNYXkins. Welcome to our recap episode for our Costume Mania unit. I'm Tom, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Thaddeus and Lauren, and our special guest, the man of a thousand and one podcast, host of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, among many others, Jason Klom. Hi, Jason. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, Jason, we want to thank you for being such a huge supporter of the Hoodoo Factory. It's very much appreciated. Uh, Jason, would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? No. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, I run the Stolen Dress Podcast Network at StolenDress.com. I am an author and actor. That's probably where I should leave it because I end up doing multi-hyphenate. So, yeah, those are the things I do. Um, I'm writing a book. Does that sound exciting? Anybody? Yeah. No, it's fine. Very oh, exciting. I can't say what it's about. I can't say what it's about. I cannot. I will Ooh. not. Okay, An air of mystery. That's not, I can't. <laughs> Secret words. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, though. That's all I got. <laughs> That's plenty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, welcome back, Jason. We're very excited to have you here. Jumping right into it, we are recapping our costume mania unit. And for this unit, we chose the episodes Jackass Junior High, Halloween, and Apartment. How do you feel about this grouping of episodes? What's your opinion of the episodes? And how do you feel they work together? Mm. So I think the grouping is... I would honestly have never thought, hey, let's put together a, a series of costumed episodes. But it is... And, and to pick the least obvious, considering there are two way more obvious ones. Um, so I love that. But the, in this, I guess, contextually, it's the characters in costume. It is not costumes that play with a fake universe they've invented. So... So I think they are the smartest choices. Uh, and uh, I will say this. Uh, apartment, slight. I enjoyed it slightly more on this particular rewatch. Could just be the day. Could be my mood. Uh, <laughs> I've always loved Halloween. And I have a soft spot for all the Walt episodes. I think they are a highlight of season four. I, I love Brad Rowe. I, it, it could just be because he was very kind to us. But I really very much like the Walt episodes. So I don't know. This is, is a very good. It's a very good choice. Nice. Well, if you were to add one more episode to the Costumania unit, what would it be? I was only, I, I, my brain's only going to the two obvious choices, which are sinking ship and space. Uh, so there's got to, there's, there's got to be one in there that I'm just forgetting where somebody wears a stu- I mean, okay, you know what? Actually, by coincidence, I watched one. It doesn't have a lot of costumes, but by coincidence today, I did watch the Blue Genie episode, and that is a hell of a costume. <laughs> We're going to talk about one. Classic. I, I did, I, I'm sure there's got to be another, mm, no, does, they don't really wear crazy costumes in, in uh, the, the talent show one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Blue Genie, just because how, how much that one stands out. That is a very good costume. 
It is a very notable costume <laughs> um, that appears in Security Door, and mm-hmm. basically those are the two storylines of that episode, the Security mm-hmm. Door and the Blue Genie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're going to get into our lightning round. We're going to ask Jason some questions about the three episodes in this unit, and if he does well enough, he might Ooh. just win himself an ABSA. <gasps> so... Good luck, Jason. Thanks. Does that mean Alan will send me his? (laughs) (laughs) We've got very special abses available just for you. Very good. And for anyone who wants to go to (laughs) grabagear.com and purchase their own. (laughs) They're very good. Those are very good stickers. I like them very much. Thank you. Lauren designed them, man. They're great. (laughs) All right. So this is going to be our lightning round. Uh, Our Mm -hmm. first five questions are going to be on Jackass Junior High. Mm -hmm. All right. Question number one. Due to staff call-outs, Lisa is the only woman in the office, which makes her A, queen for a day, or B, one of the guys. B, one of the guys, although not in her opinion. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Question two. Who leads the public educational tours of the office? A, Joe, or B, Matthew? Matthew. That is correct. Question number three. Who wears the Mikey the Microphone costume? Is it Walt or Bill? Walt, the handsomest boy in the office. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Question number four. True or false? Bill spends the entire episode trying to prove he's funny. Ah, that is true. That is correct. And question five. The men attempt to invite Lisa to the break room for A, a seance, or B, their weekly tea party. Their weekly tea party, a.k.a. the Finer Things Club. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Okay, Jason, the next five questions will be in uh, regards to the episode Halloween. Okay. Uh, Number one, true or false, Beth is the only one originally invited to the Halloween party. Uh, That is uh, false. That is correct. It is Matthew who gets originally invited. I swear. I swear. I watched it. I promise. Question number two. Bill's outlook changes after he gets a shocking prediction from A, a mime, or B, a psychic. That would be B. That's <laughs> correct. The mime tells him something about his future. <laughs> Call the mime hotline now. <laughs> Bill, you're going to be in a box. <laughs> I have no idea what you're trying to tell me, but it seems frightening. <laughs> Bill, you're going to be climbing a rope. all right question three true or false the staff chants dorks 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 in the elevator that is true true they actually do it twice Mm -hmm. (laughs) question number four true or false lisa initially compliments dave for how good he looks in her dress uh no 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 she's upset about it first off she is upset that's correct Mm -hmm. Question number five. Who wins best overall costume at the party? A, a guy in a bear costume, or Bill's ex-date, Dorothy Johnson? That would be Bill's ex-date, Dorothy Johnson. That is correct. Mm-hmm. All right. These last five questions relate to the episode Apartment. Question one. The decision for Dave or Lisa getting the apartment will be based on A, a popularity contest, or B, very careful thought and consideration. That would be A. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
Question number two. In order to improve the WNYX website traffic, Joe and Beth use the break room for A, an authentic alien autopsy, or B, a live webcam feed, a.k.a. BS. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be A, if I am not mistaken, correct? Or, or are you saying, wait a minute, the alien autopsy is part of the feed, no? Or am I misremembering? Yes, it is. They... It's not authentic. Oh, I see. Do. I see. So the trick part was, it's just is it alive. authentic? Okay, yes. that is fair. Okay. Yes. It you is a live those. webcam. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I feel I was tricked, but that's okay. <laughs> we told you you're going to get one. That yeah, was, that's fair. Fair. Um, question number three. Why does Max decide he wants the apartment? A, it's close to the pound, or B, it has a gourmet kitchen. Has a gourmet kitchen. That is correct. Foodie. <laughs> a glutton. <laughs> Question four. True or false, Lisa cheats to win the apartment. I mean, yes. Yeah, she does. She absolutely cheats. I told you, Lauren. <laughs> this is a trick question because we could not decide on the answer. <laughs> I mean, there was no correct you know answer. You know what? It's fair. You know what? It, the, the other the other side is one hundred percent fair because does she really cheat or they're all manipulating it? So you know what? She's there were just, no she's rules. She's just better at playing the game. So you know what? I changed my mind. She oh, she's better at playing the game. There you go. I'm gonna give you that one. <laughs> Who doesn't vote for that face and that little puppy? I mean, come on. All right. Question number five: True or false? Beth wears a nurse costume in this episode. In wait, in yes, in she does. apartment. Yes. Correct. Uh, that is very very true. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar to one that Angela wears on The Office. There are it a lot is. of office. It is yes parallels. Like, it's mm-hmm. very close. And I, I'd be tempted to ask their costume designer if it's the same one. Who knows? <laughs> we don't know. It could be. Could be. Well, that was our lightning round. You did very well, Jason. Congratulations. Yay. Thank Apps you. That will be coming your way. Woohoo! Uh, um, now Tom is going to start us off with some superlatives. Okay. Um... First superlative, uh, which character do you believe would have had the most HR meetings? Mm. It's always interesting. Yeah, I mean, it seems to always be Bill. Bill's the most, the one, (laughs) to me, he's the most overtly sexual and never gets called out for it. It's just very much, I'm I'm a woman, Bill. Prove it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that alone is several meetings long. That that's what convinced me that it was Bill. <laughs> Matthew's too stupid. Matthew does right. dumb things, but unless he's, you know, unless he's just beat the shit out of somebody and feeling his oats, um, <laughs> he's not really smart enough to do anything, you know, on purpose that's bad. True enough. Now, for me, I would have said, and this is if if the power structure in corporate America were different. I think it would have been Jimmy because of how manipulative he is with his employees, only inviting one employee to his office uh, Halloween party, um, the way he goes about uh, having people turn on each other for the apartment, um, uh, that whole thing. I, I think Jimmy would have had the most most That's HR fair. meetings. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, number two. Who was the funniest character in the unit? 
Ooh. I think Beth, Be- uh, just because even though I think there are bigger moments for some of the other characters, there's just a couple where she definitely... Well, first of all, she does her laugh, and she's one of the few actors who can just pull a fake laugh that kills you. Right. And that, her and, back to the office, Steve Carell is another person who can do it flawlessly. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, she, she kills me with that one moment where she just laughs so fucking hard, and it's, yeah, it's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, I actually went with Matthew. I, I, I would have maybe said Beth, but because she wasn't in one of the episodes, I, I went with Matthew. That's because, a fair point. Like throughout all three, I feel like he had some really, uh, the apartment. I think the funniest scene is definitely him hosting the, uh, the little quiz show. <laughs> yes. Um, so he's, he saves a lot of, uh, that, that episode for me, um, uh, because, uh, just uh, his performance. Um, mm. so anyway, uh, Question number three. What was your favorite interaction between the characters? Uh, I'm going to say the bit with uh, Mark Davis, that was his real name, a.k.a. <laughs> right. Richard Cheese. Richard Cheese, uh, yeah. Who, uh, him doing terrible voices that everybody thinks are very funny, and then Bill's like, no, do a funny version. Whatever. It's not exactly ha-ha funny. It's more like, what did you say? Like, funny ha-ha, boo-hoo, that totally sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> such a good book, and I feel it the whole time. I'm with Bill the whole time, and it it gives me anxiety. This this episode, <laughs> it's your greatest fear as an actor or person who calls themselves a comedian that everything. Oh, you do you do comedy? Oh, I've I've been following your stuff this whole time. I didn't know that. Yeah, great. Thanks. Cool. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, mine was maybe, um, Bill and, and Lisa, uh, with, uh, you had already, uh, said it like, you know, you know, nobody thinks of a female prove it like that whole thing. Like no one thinks I'm funny, you know, and it's just, it's, it's almost, there's a little bit of sincerity there too. And just knowing yeah. the, the place that that is in the, or like, this is the second to last time we see Phil Hartman. Mm-hmm. It's Bill McNeil, mm-hmm. and it's towards the end of that episode. I, and there's a little sincerity, and it's not totally mean. Uh, I think that's that's my favorite. So, that. All right, Jason, I've got the next three questions. Uh, and I'm going to start off with, what was your favorite joke or bit in the unit? Uh, it's 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 a tie between two for me, but I'm going to pick. I, um, yeah, no, I'll pick Lisa's line that gets cut off or just your garden variety circle. (laughs) Something about her being almost filthy and it's just such a good moment. And you, any joke you got to fill in the blank is, is great for me. And she pulls it off. It's well, hmm, shouldn't have said that. She does a great job with the joke is what I mean to say. Yeah. It's yeah, I I absolutely agree. That's one that we, we definitely laughed hard about when we brought it up. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, again, anytime you're cutting somebody off, I think, I think about the Buttafuoco episode. Sure. You know, like, yeah, no, it isn't Matthew. Like just cutting them off just in time. Everyone else is like, Oh, I see how that was going. That's a great pick. Um, mine is going to be, uh, it's going to be Matthew missing the high fives. Like three times they get the high five right in front of his face. And he just comes in late and you can see him miss it. And um, I, I just end up cracking up every time I see that. Like, I almost feel like I've been in that position. Like, I can't think of a time that I have, but I always feel like I have when I watch it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, so close. Almost. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are, those are really two good bits. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next question. Uh, for you, what was the best character performance, you know, in a single episode or storyline? Okay. 
I have, I wrote down a line that represents what I think is my favorite performance, but let me just double check because there's, there's, there's so much good stuff in all of these, but what did I just True. do? Um, no, I'm not going to pick any. Well, see, the thing is there, there honestly is a lot of stuff in apartment that I really like, but I really think the most relatable and perfectly performed. I'm going to go back to Lisa, the whole, okay. Okay. you think you're so pretty and all the boys want to talk to you. <laughs> that whole, that condenses how she feels the whole time. And it's so childish right. and... And I like that it is more childish than it is, uh, oh, she's the 90s thing of, oh, she's being a typical woman, which is like, it right. really doesn't come across as that. It comes across more childish, more that she's just reverting to being a child, which happens a lot in the show. She's the <laughs> smartest one of the group, but she reverts easier than I think most of them, even Bill. Like, I think she can go back to her childhood very easily. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with that. Like, um, I think the fact that she does that kind of takes a lot of this thing, like you said. Like, we talked in our previous episode, you know, Lauren saying that, you know, we don't love the way she kind of tears herself down in front of Jimmy and, and sure. Dave initially, you know, but, you know, we also kind of understand, you know, that line kind of brings it back to like, oh, okay, this is kind of based in something else. This isn't really about this. This mm -hmm. is about something else. And it, mm -hmm. you know, frees mm -hmm. us up to laugh at it. So uh, that is <laughs> that's definitely a good part that, that you picked. Um, I, I thought that Bill in Halloween really did a great performance for yeah. me because it's like you never know what he's going to do next. You know, like he comes in and he's smug, you know, whoa, psychology. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he gets shell-shocked. You know, like, oh, you didn't hear, I'm terminal. You know, and then he rebounds. He's got, he's like, oh, I've met Dorothy, love of my life. And then he gets another twist, like, oh, you're going to live forever. I love how he breaks up with her by just not even saying anything. He's just like, yeah, but you see, it's been great. You know, he doesn't yeah. actually finish the breakup. I've just found um, out I'm going to live almost forever. <laughs> so good. And then at the very end of the episode, he's stunned again. Dorothy Johnson, show me what you look like. You know, so uh, I really love that performance because he just bounces back and forth the entire That's episode. That's fair. That's pretty good. All right. So uh, my third and final question is, what was your favorite scene with someone in costume in these episodes? I was first tempted to say something about Walt as the penis microphone because it just is basically funny and it does something to your brain where you're trying to figure out what that penis looked like, where you're trying to figure out what it looked like originally. Um, yep. But, like, did an uncut microphone? Like, what are we looking at? <laughs> I, then, I then realized, though, the one that sticks with me most uh, from apartment is Matthew with that shitty half alien head going, well, when I was first approached about the part of the alien, like, that whole like faking actor bullshit is for yeah. some reason, that's my favorite moment. The whole thing with the alien is good, but I really like that particular moment. Him just, I'm an actor now, which is very funny. <laughs> and then it goes into telling the backstory. <laughs> like, oh boy. I tried um, to find that alien head online to see, because oh. I bet they still make it somewhere. I can't find oh, definitely. it. Definitely, definitely. <sighs> And I, I bet you is do you think it's a regular one that they cut the mouth out of or it came like that? What I can't quite mm. figure out. I, don't I think back then they probably cut the mouth out of it, to be honest. Right? With you. right? Like now I think they would try to cover it and have some holes or some nonsense, but I, I think back then it was probably pre cut. I'm gonna keep looking. I want to see if it exists. So. Um, well, I really enjoyed the scene where the staff gets to the Halloween party and Jimmy calls out all the costumes. Because mm -hmm. um, we go through and it's like, oh, Joe, typically he's the, the alien autopsy coroner. You know, and we kind of go down the line. And then we get to Matthew and we, we get the construction worker joke. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we also get the reveal of Dave coming in and that all that reaction just... Dave, I never realized you had such long, slender legs. <laughs> like, oh, okay, we, we gotta go, people. Like, time to party. 
so I, I thought you know characters in costume that was a really good one. Um, and I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna say the showdown between uh, Jimmy and Walt and the bullpen oh, was good. was one I was gonna go with. It's too really because... good. It's <laughs> perfect. It's such a good moment. I I I just yeah. Well, we'll talk more about that later. I think, but I love that. <laughs> All right. So uh, Lauren has the next set of questions for you. Okay. All right. So my first question is, what's your favorite storyline from the episode? And uh, I'm just going to run through them real quick just for the benefit of our listeners. So we got Jackass Junior High with the storylines. Everyone treats Lisa like a guy. No one thinks Bill is funny. WNYX is a historical landmark. Mm-hmm. Then we got Halloween with Jimmy's Halloween party. Dave in drag, kind of coupled with Lisa's insecurities, and Bill and the psychic's predictions. And then we've got apartment with apart- the apartment competition and the break room webcam. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite storyline out of those? The historical tours part, that whole thing. And I don't know why. Because I don't know <laughs> that it's particularly like the best written thing of all of it. But there's something about it that really appeals to me. And uh, wait, do I have? Yeah, okay, yeah. No, and I've got another part. I have another thing to discuss later that does apply to this, but I, I also really love that this is this and Halloween. Uh, another thing they stand out uh, as is uh, huge extra filled episodes. There's just so many extras just for the couple mm-hmm. tours, and then obviously a shitload of people in the Halloween. <laughs> and I like seeing WNYX looking overloaded with people. There's something about it that's funny to me. <laughs> Very nice. That was actually my second choice. I really love that storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the absurdity of it. It's so great. And and lots of really great punchlines in there. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think it's Bill and the Psychic's predictions. Um, I noticed neither of us said apartment. I don't know. For me, apartment's just never mm-hmm. going to be a favorite episode. Although, like, I agree. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would watching mm-hmm. it again. Um, the historical landmark storyline was really great but in in halloween um i like the visual of you know dave in the dress and the and all the quotes and gags you get out of that but but i feel like all the comedy comes from bill's storyline with the psychic and like how easily he buys into everything she says and mm-hmm. it's just it's something you don't really expect from his character to to yeah. believe something like that but then once you see how he plays it you're like of course he believes all this bullshit <laughs> you know <laughs> So that, that's that's my favorite. Okay, so next question. What's your strongest memory or reaction involving these episodes? Like, what stayed with you over the years? There's You, you can't forget the first time you see Dave in that dress. There's no getting around <laughs> it. Even if you've seen him on Kids in the Hall, it's always done. It's done for a laugh in this, but it's done for a, it's also done for a genuine surprise if nobody, because a lot of those people in the audience had never seen him in a dress. You could tell. You could just tell. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah it, I, it sticks with you. I think there's no way around. Yeah, I, I think you're right on that one. And mm-hmm. I do remember um, the first time I saw this episode was probably in like, I don't know, 2002 or something like that. And mm-hmm. feeling like this ping of m- nostalgia for mm-hmm. like watching kids in the hall, which is weird now to think of like having nostalgia about like probably 1997 uh-huh. in 2002. <laughs> but time is weird. So uh-huh. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, definitely, I'm sure a lot of people did, hadn't seen so much of Dave and Dragon, and I'm sure yeah. that this would stand out to either crowd. Uh-huh. <laughs> Big time. Um, for me, I think it's that anytime I see a Walt episode, I somehow remember Walt as being a much bigger part of the series. 
Yep. And I don't know why that is. He was really only in four episodes, one of which was one of the surreal episodes that's sort of set outside of the timeline of the real show. So if you're talking about the real timeline of the show, it's three episodes. He didn't even get like a formal goodbye. Like they never ended his storyline officially. But somehow in my head, like he was a bigger deal. And uh, so just just Walt being in the episode, I think, is the thing that sticks with me or gives me the biggest reaction. Don't you think he would have been good in season five? I feel like he would have been good in season five. I I think. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to shit on Lovitz. I I think he's fine in season five. I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think Walt as somebody to as a foil for the sort of Bill substitute character, which is Max, Mm would have been great. Would have been very good. Damn it, Walt. Poor Walt. (laughs) I think he would have opened up a lot of really interesting Mm storylines. And he was just such a, he was a pretty well-defined character for for the limited amount of time we got to see him. And so it's like, they they had a direction for him, I think. Him showing off, uh, standing off with Johnny Johnson would have been great because (laughs) they both kind of can do like the the low sort of weird, you know, like (laughs) he can do monotone very, in a very funny way, which is hard to do. Ah, yeah, it would have been good. Yeah. Well, what we'll a rematch one of these days. I'll get Patrick Warburton and Brad Rowe in a room together <laughs> and make them fight it out. Take my why. money. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> what a weird cage match. <laughs> I'd pay to see it. Uh-huh. All right. Now I want to know, uh, last question, which actor or character do you think had the most fun? Hmm. Thing is, yeah, I don't. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I, I originally had an, an answer, and I don't like my answer. I just because of. I'm just gonna say I think Stephen Root. I think Stephen Root can uh-huh. just boy oh boy can that guy, just based on the fact that he's given, I think sometimes, he's got his character's purpose is like a straight guy purpose, but the way he plays it is never as a straight man. Like, he can still, like, move that stuff forward, and I think that only works because he's having fun, and the character, uh, obviously, can walk into a room just, like, in the middle of enjoying life in, in such a way that <laughs> he brings joy to every scene. So I'm going to say him based on that, because I also don't want to say Vicky again, because, again, she was in only two episodes, and it just didn't occur to me. <laughs> right. She just has such a big presence, so you yeah. feel it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. If I'm thinking actor, I'm I think I'm probably going to go with Dave. I think mm-hmm. he, he had he, like he had a fun competitive storyline with Maura Tierney in in apartment, which I think he probably really enjoyed. Um, he got to walk around pretending Phil Hartman wasn't funny. That must have been great, <laughs> you know. And then he got to be the party slut in Halloween. So <laughs> I think overall he probably had the most fun as an actor. Mhm. All right, so those were our superlatives. And now we're going to go into a little bit of a group discussion. And Thad's going to kick that off for us. All right, yeah, we're going to do a little group discussion. Let everybody chime in. Got a couple of categories here. Uh, so, Jason, I want to start off with who was your favorite secondary character? Like a guest star, an extra background. Somebody caught your eye who was not part of the main cast. It took me a second, and then I remembered, oh, wait, no, no, no. That kid who says the tour sucks is very funny. <laughs> that kid is funny as shit. Uh, his, little kid, his name is Matthew Weiss. He hasn't done much, 
And I, because I was like, maybe I can see it. He hasn't done much of anything, but he's a very funny little nine-year-old kid or whatever. <laughs> I, I, he just, it, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Like, he's just so, uh, yeah, he fit in perfectly. He's a good kid. Fun. That's a great answer. Absolutely. I didn't even see that coming. That's a great answer. Um, Tom, who did you think, uh, who's your favorite secondary character? Uh, I like the, um, the psychic. Uh, she oh, okay. she really like her her exasperation towards the end with Bill and just oh <laughs> yeah you are you're I I was wrong it's twenty two thirty two like I just like just to get this asshole away from me really good um, yeah she she was my favorite yeah and you know what that that joke with Beth I like I really give that a lot of consideration for uh, my favorite like bit. <laughs> You know, yeah. just the, oh, my God, I got pre-approved for a credit card. Uh, <laughs> great setup, great finish. Like, that that's a really strong joke. Meteoric um, rise to fortune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, psychic's a good call. All right, Lauren, who was your favorite character in this one? Secondary character. Um, I think I want to go with uh, Lobster Guy. Okay. It's, it not, it's not just the costume, though. It's if you watch like his mannerisms and the way he walks around just the way he wears it and maybe you're forced to when you're wearing that lobster costume but the look on his face the smile on his face like he is wearing the hell out of that costume and you can tell he thinks it's funny and i just hope that he was like in wardrobe and they were like lining the extras up and trying to size people up for costumes and he was like that one i want that one (laughs) that's my hope This is going to be my big break. <laughs> but you're so right, too, because, you know, whenever you're wearing a really good costume, like, you are feeling yourself. Like, you go to parties, yeah. you're like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm in it. So that's, a, that's a great pickup. I love that. Just his walk. His lobster walk. He had a um, lobster walk. <laughs> so, uh, mine is actually going to be the mime. Uh, in Halloween, because he gets two great scenes. He comes, you know, the, you know, he walks to the table and he actually doesn't say anything for the first couple questions. And he's like, oh, no, I'm off the clock, you know. Uh, then Jimmy comes back out. He's like, that guy wouldn't shut up. Uh, you know, we're like, oh, that's a little funny. And then he comes back to harass Dave. You know, and then uh-huh. I'm just like, oh, okay, so this guy's just a complete, just on another level. Like, I'm not going to call him any names, but uh, I really love that character. I love the way they, they kind of fold him in there twice. I thought that was good. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason. Was there anybody else you want to recognize? Any other characters you wanted to bring up? Uh, not that I can think of. I'm sure there are some other standouts, but that kid is just very, very, very funny. <laughs> I'm looking at some of the other costumes, and and I will say, as I mentioned, on uh, if you look on Getty Images, you can find images from this episode, and there are a few costumes you can see better up close, including Lobster Guy, um, than you can see on the show, and it's kind of fun. You can see a few of these people that you don't, you can't make out in that terrible resolution. Um, uh, I, I slowed it down. I tried to write down every costume. It was, uh, yeah. It was, oh, you did? I, I did. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I think Amazing. I got them all, too. I think I got them all. Okay. That's so. fucking great. <laughs> but, yeah. Labor of love. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Tom, was there anybody, uh, any other characters you wanted to mention? Um, no, no, not, not really. I just picked the one. Yeah. Once you get to the best, well, look for other ones, right? That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lauren? Um, I also just really enjoyed the psychic and I, like, <laughs> I, I know we talked about her when we went over the episode, but just like they, they could have gone a totally different direction and had her been very like ethereal and like right, woo right. woo and and, and they, just the fact that they didn't that she was a matter of fact like this is yeah. what's going on mm-hmm. and she's just like wearing a, a business suit you know it was yeah. great she was so wonderful <laughs> pretty specific huh <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you haven't heard? I'm terminal. <laughs> I just love the way Bill says that. Um, so I just want to mention one. I think the heckler at the meeting, actually, like that guy. Mm. Like, who's Bill? He works here. <laughs> hey, thanks. That really helps us. You know? <laughs> um, just that short little exchange gets you in the, the right mood kind of for the rest of that scene. You know, I just start laughing right away. So mm-hmm. um, all, all great people that needed to uh, be recognized. So that's really good. All right, moving on to the next category. Um, I want to know what the your favorite piece of random information you learned from this episode is. So, Jason, like, there's a lot of weird stuff that came out of these episodes. Sure. What was your favorite piece? And, and then we'll come back around and get all, all your, your answers. These are all pretty revelatory, but I think the fact that these guys meet uh, every Wednesday for their little <laughs> tea. That's on my list. Very fucking funny. It's very... Oh, and that they... Oh, but yeah, but normally you do it in the men's room. Uh, and I love that the men re- men's room comes gross. back later. I love that. Yeah, it's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> that comes back later. And also that the men's room uh, or that the bathroom being a place to hang out is a thing that they also took on the office. And they did it gently right. and they did it in their own way. But there's a plenty of it's fine. There's a lot of that. There's no way around it. But yeah, I think that's very funny to me. <laughs> office knows where its DNA comes from. They, yeah. They know. <laughs> yeah. It's right there in the scripts. Mm hmm. All right, yeah. No, that was also on my list. I thought that was a, a great little little nugget of information. Uh, Lauren, how about you? What was one of your favorite pieces of random information? I was very interested to learn that the Criterion building is 44 stories tall. Oh. oh. Jimmy Ooh. says the Halloween party is in the penthouse suite, and then when the psychic shows up, he tells her, go on up to 44. Oh. So that tells me yeah. it is 40 floor, 44 floors high. That's exactly oh, that's the type of random trivia I am here for. <laughs> oh, there's. I have one. I have one more when we come back around. Now that I really. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, forty-four floors. I've never really thought about how tall that building is. You know, like I'm like, ah, oh, forty-four mm-hmm. floors. Like four or five more floors. I don't know. But no, this is New York City. That's a huge building. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Tom. What was one of your uh, favorite pieces of random information? Uh, that Beth uh, moonlights or daylights as a. Um, National Enquirer style photographer yes. for Joe. Yes. <laughs> that was actually on my list too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Tom. One of the things I liked about Beth taking the pictures is like that there was no phone cameras. Like you had to bring right. Camera no, you had to have a camera. Like you had to yeah. actually go there with the intention, or you know, at least expecting a possibility of getting some shots in. So, and and a- you have to figure it's it's from some distance away. Otherwise, you know, Max right. would know that she's there. So <laughs> it's right. she, maybe she's got a telephoto lens and stuff. We don't know. He refers to it as my rock, by the way. I, right. Like, that's his rock. <laughs> which is... Like, I just think of Max like a lizard. He's out yeah. sunning himself. Yeah. <laughs> crawls out there in the morning, just lays up. Actually, I see John Lovitz doing it. I don't even know about Max. Sure. Yes. So, sure. I think that works. Um, man, so that, yeah, Tom, that was actually one of the ones I had on my list. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the fact that Jimmy wants to have a chimpanzee and a snake matchup at his Halloween party. <laughs> Like he intends to have some sort of some sort of animal fight in the middle of this Halloween party, <laughs> they, and rightly so, they hang up on him. Uh-huh. Maybe fight a snake. <laughs> Boom. That's that. uh, but I thought that was a, a interesting look into the mind of Jimmy James right there. <laughs> All right, so we'll go around again and see uh, other pieces that we like. Jason was another piece that you liked. Another piece of random information. Oh, that that. Uh... WNYX started in 1983, which I think that's the first time we find that out. Just a small little piece of information, but it's the first time we find it out. Um, 1893. Yeah. 1893. Uh, <laughs> Typewriters weren't very good that's back then. That's the follow-up. So. 
Yeah, you know what? I never thought about that either. We, we probably put should put a like established in somewhere mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good touch. Um, Lauren, did you have any other favorite pieces? Um, just that Bill will believe literally anything a psychic tells him. <laughs> um, mostly because I think if Dave were paying close attention and he were smart about it, he could use this to it as his advantage, you know? Like... Um, call the psychic anytime he needs some sort of change in Bill's uh, activity or something. Like, Bill keeps trying to slip swear words into the real deal. Hire the psychic to tell him that, oh, if you keep doing that, you're going to get, um, you know, gangrene or something absurd. And, and, and immediately, Bill's just going to stop because the psychic told him, you know. <laughs> well, I think it'd be great if uh, if Joe intercepted notes and started putting his own stuff in there. It's like... <laughs> Psychic says you can't use a letter E on today's broadcast. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> Phil Harvard is probably talented enough to find a way to say all those words without a particular letter or any phrase without a word. So that, that would. <laughs> I like where you're going with this, Lauren. This, is, <laughs> this has got legs. It's gold. <laughs> Todd, did you have uh, other pieces of information to share? Uh, yeah, just the one that we, we find out that Phil has two different birthdays. Or, I'm sorry, Bill uh, has two different birthdays. Not Phil Harvard. Bill has two, yeah, because originally um, when Catherine finds out his birthday, it's it's June 19th, and then in this one, based on the date, and they, they say it's sometime after my 81st or, or before my 82nd birthday or whatever, it right. doesn't line up, so it's it's like several months away. I don't remember the exact date okay. that it cor- corresponded to, but yeah. All right, another good pickup. Um, I think my next one was how much cigars are a part of this show? <laughs> uh, Joe's smoking a cigar in Halloween. Like we've talked about it in previous, like you know, previous units, but this is the one where it just kind of like set in. Where I'm like, man, like they smoke a lot of cigars on this show. <laughs> they they really loved it. Aficionados, I guess. I'm yeah, assuming so. that's Phil Hartman's uh, influence because he did smoke a shitload. Like, yeah. and his his panel supposedly was covered yeah. in cigar yep. labels. So yeah, it was. If yeah, anybody out the there listening knows the, uh, where that panel video. is, please tell me. I want it. I want. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I didn't think of Joe uh, smoking as much as he did. Though. It was like something yeah, I just yeah. somehow never yeah. realized that he, he seems like seems like every chance he gets, he's smoking a cigar indoors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all or nothing with me, baby. And the part I'll never forget is Tom pointed out is like Phil Hartman is smoking a cigar and drinking milk. So I'm just like, all right. <laughs> Cigars are one thing, but yeah, there's got to be a limit somewhere. Someone's got to mm-hmm. put their foot down about this. That's disturbing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's gross. All right, let's go around one more time to see if anybody has anything more to add. Jason, do you have anything else that caught your eye as far as, or caught your ear, I should say, as far as being interesting? Uh, you mean overall? Yes, a few things. In 1916, E.C. Wente of Western Electric developed the next breakthrough with the first condenser microphone. That is, ex- uh, so that's the mo- the modern microphone was invented by that gentleman, not uh, what was what's what Charles Charles Thank you. Yeah. Now it, it goes back further than that, but I thought I'd point that out. The other one, uh, uh, let's see. Oh, so the, which episode is it? One of these episodes, Matthew's wearing a rooster shirt. Yeah. And one of the mm. listeners of my podcast owns that shirt and sent me in photos of it. Uh, it it's great looking. It's actually much cooler looking than you could see on TV. Um, I have those photos if you guys want to see them. And we then, discussed that shirt specifically when did we you? covered yeah. Jackass it's a Junior good shirt. High. Yeah, Absolutely. we talked a lot about that shirt. <laughs> it's a very good shirt. It's not um, the last time on this podcast it will come up either. <laughs> good. good. Uh, okay, so very quickly. Towards the end, there's a character named Julie. 
where mm. seemingly Joe has hired her to strip for the camera, which I'm pretty sure is what's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> She's played by a young lady named Meadow Williams. And I'm like, who's this? Could I get her on my podcast? I don't know. Could be interesting. It's only one line. I don't care. I'll talk to her for five minutes. She, uh, at some point in her life, a few years ago, married a vitamin tycoon who was worth $800 million. His children sued her for their share of the fortune. He was 31 years older than her. Um, and because their marriage may never have been legal. So after news radio, she um, had quite an interesting uh, life. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> I... Yeah, so that's what happened in case anybody was curious about Meadow Williams' life. I had to look her up. Also, there was the other thing. Joe's camera looks a little pricey for a webcam. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's a Sony DCR VX1000E. It costs $3,000 in 1995, which is basically $6,000 today. So he's using a $6,000 prosumer camera for his webcam. And um, yeah. Joe knows a guy. He does. He does. I that guess, fell off I guess that web. Truck. That webmaster pay must have been pretty good, huh? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, no wonder he didn't want to cut. <laughs> Extra money for six months worth. And it still looked oh, all yeah. grainy. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like <laughs> shit. Perfect. Um, so, Jason, first of all, I've got to, got to shout out Tom because he hit us with uh, a lot of that information about uh, Meadow um, on his house oh, okay. and gorilla desk segment. Oh, okay. So uh, he was able to dig that up, and it's so great cut to that out. confirmed. No, cut out anything that I said. Cut it all out because now it's it sounds like I'm an ass. Right, okay. confirmation. confirmation. Again, you know, it's confirmation that it's interesting to people. <laughs> like, okay. sure. You thought it was interesting? The yeah, I was like, like, holy shit. This is the, this is literally the richest person that's ever been on this yes. show. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I, well, right. except for now, I'm pretty sure Joe has got to be, has has to have surpassed her, right? Based on how much did he sell his, no, uh, no. He's like, a, he's like a hundred million. Yeah. She's true. like, You're she's, right. su she's supposedly no. worth like 800 million. The vitamin right. game. I'm going to send her yeah. an email. I'll send her. Yeah. Maybe, you know. That would be incredible. You know. be I'll get incredible. you guys all some 1995 Sonys so that you guys can do a web uh, <laughs> video version of her. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's, uh, let's try to make sure everybody gets everything off of their list. Lauren, did you have anything else to add? Um, that was my list. No, we got it all. All right, Tom. Well, I'm good. Okay, the only thing... Only thing I want to go with is I still can't get over Joe being so proud about being ten and six against the spread in his college basketball pick of the week. I'm like, man, just not a great percentage to puff your chest out on. I'm not taking betting advice from Joe. That's that's the random piece that I learned. He's got some more to learn about point spreads. Uh, we're going to go into our next category now, which is going to be our common threads between the episodes. Um, uh, previously, we've called it our Venn diagram section. We are still going to give everybody the Venn diagram, but we're just going to talk about it a little bit differently. So uh, first, we're going to start off things that we noticed were common between all three episodes. Uh, mm -hmm. And then we'll get to the twos. So, Jason, what is something you noticed that was, happened in all three or is common thread between all three episodes? I had some problems here um, because it's very easy to find uh, threads for two, but not three. So uh, I'm going to I might have to use the word pass here because I couldn't I didn't think deeply enough about it this time. My apologies. I, I couldn't find. I, I just want to hear what you guys say. <laughs> Listen, I got it, that's. That's perfectly fine because I think all of us are just like, oh, when we get to that section, we're like, I don't want to watch all three again. Uh -huh. I gotta come up with something. So, sure. Yeah, you're in the same boat as the rest of us. We just happen to bail out a little more water, I guess. Um, <laughs> boat's still sinking. Uh, Tom, let's go to you. Tom, what's one something you found as a thread between all three episodes? Okay, in all three episodes, you have um, different 
groups of people that are invited into the uh, building. Oh. Um, uh, in in Halloween, you have the guests invited and, and also the performers invited for the, the party. Um, in Jackass Junior High, you have the tour groups that come through, uh, right. so people that are not normally there. And then this is kind of a little more conceptual, but you have um, virtually people invited into the space mm, by, because fair. of the webcam. So. Very good. I want to re-record mine. Uh, I noticed that people were invited into the station in all three episodes. But it's interesting. When we get to the third one, you'll love what I have to say about it. Um, damn it. That is a great one. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Um, Lauren? Okay. So in all three episodes, we have questions of gender. So in Jackass Junior High... Everyone treats Lisa like a man. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in Halloween, obviously, we've got Dave dressed as a woman, being perceived as a woman by some of the people at the party. Being even sexually getting harassed as a woman. Hit on as a woman. Yeah, sexually harassed. Exactly. Um, and then um, in Apartment, we have Max being mistaken for a pregnant Bigfoot, which would indicate that he is so being good. treated as a female Bigfoot. That's really good. Uh, yes. Yes. Damn it all. Excellent. That's the one I didn't see coming. That, is that, that was the right word. Uh, that's so good. Great. Damn it. That's good. Um, see, now mine are like lame at this point. Like, oh. <laughs> like so uh, the first one we go dancing. Uh, there's dancing and costume in each episode. Um, in the Halloween party, obviously, everybody's in costume. We get that great Bill's rump shaker, whatever maneuver <laughs> that was. Um, we have uh, Matthew in the alien costume at the end of apartment doing a little breakdown. Um, and then Walt mentions doing a dance as he's dressed as Mikey the microphone. I think Jimmy might ask him, you know, okay. how did the song and dance go? And he's like, nah, nobody wanted to get their picture taken. So I know that's yeah. a little bit of a stretch, uh, <laughs> but I thought there was a little, little dancing uh, thread combining all three. Okay. Um, I love it. Jason, did anything come to mind? Not really. Nope. I've got more connections between two than I do three, you know. All right. Then uh, we're going to go around one more time. I think we all have a couple more. Uh, Tom, what's another one that you found was common between all three episodes? Uh, specifically in the costume department, the only one, the only one character that wears a costume in all three is Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew, you know, obviously gets dressed up for the Halloween party. Everybody does. But then... Um, in Jackass Junior High, Matthew uh, has the the vest with the hat. Jimmy also yeah. dresses up, and Walt dresses up. But of course, Walt isn't in either of the other episodes, and Jimmy does not dress up in apartment. So, uh, where mm. Beth? Yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, yeah, Matthew's Matthew. the only one in all three. <laughs> the costume master. All right, I didn't pick up on that. That's another great one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just gonna keep on moving. Lauren, what was another one on your list? <laughs> okay. So, in all three episodes, there are zero bathroom scenes, and yet okay. we, they discuss a bathroom in every episode. So, um, in wow. Jackass Junior High, there's a mention of the tea party that takes place in the men's room. Right. Um, yep. In Halloween, Dave says he went to the men's room and adjusted his pantyhose. <laughs> yep. And in Apartment, they talk about the temperamental toilet in the apartment. But, not a Man, single bathroom scene in any of these episodes that's so good that's a great catch i do have one thing i do have one thing go for it it's very go for it uh just general themes of insecurity because in 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 jackass junior high there's obviously bill being insecure about his humor uh halloween lisa's very insecure about 
you know, who she is, how she looks, how she's perceived. And then in apartment, it's a little different, but I think it's there. Uh, Dave's security is, mm. is sort of breached because he thinks the apartment is his until all of a sudden two more people <laughs> enter the room. And, uh-huh. The whole time. But he's obviously he's the one who has to deal with that insecurity the most because first he's only got one contender and then he's got Max getting in the way, too. So that's that's what I got. That's all I got. That's a good one. Good. Like, it wasn't on my list. That's a good one. All right, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jimmy. I'm a big fan of the Jimmy mastermind theory. Uh, and so he manipulates in each of the episodes. That was, that was the one we had. Uh, yeah, the landmark status for the tax break. You know, obviously he's, he's playing fast and loose with the, uh, the uh, bad typewriters back in the 1883s. Um, he gets everybody in costume. Again, I think it was already mentioned. You know, he gets one per- invites one person and gets everybody kind of hungry and then manages to get everybody in costume and gets to make fun of people at the end as he hangs out with them over on the side. Uh, and then he avoids making the big decision for the recommendation on the apartment. He doesn't have to put himself right in that, uh, that hot water. So uh, Jimmy, ultimate mastermind. Uh, that, I guess that's why he's the boss. And uh, you see it in these three episodes. So... Um, I think we probably all have maybe one or two more, so we're just going to go around again. Tom, what was, uh, did you have one more for us? Um, one more? I, I think the, the other thing that I had was that Lisa, I, I had this Jimmy thing also, but yeah. Lisa gets kind of a main, a central storyline yeah. in all three. Um, in Halloween, you know, she's, she takes Jimmy's encouragement and stirs everybody up to get everybody right. And then also has the insecurity with with Dave's outfit. Um, Jack S. Junior High. It's it's the everybody thinks yeah, she's yeah. a dude. And then the apartment. She's thrust into the competition for the apartment, ultimately winning. So, yeah, I had something very similar to that. But yeah, like I didn't think about how strong a, a tie Lisa was. Yeah, you know, she's really a big motivator, big mover in all of these episodes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as obviously a, a great one right there. Lauren, did you have another one for us? Nope, that has cleared my list for connections between all threes. Okay. Uh, all right, so I've got, well, I've got one more, and then I have one that's you know, kind of different. I think, actually, somebody else mentioned it in the meeting. I'm just going to steal it and take credit for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the first one is uh, they have great scenes at the staff, staff table uh, in all of these episodes. You get a really funny scene at the staff, which, you know, I can tell by your reactions you're not overwhelmed, per se, but I see a common thread. (laughs) They Uh, also drank coffee in all three episodes. I I noticed that. (laughs) Air was breathed on all three episodes. (laughs) Now I hope the person I stole this next one from is you. Um, I think somebody pointed out that uh, no episode has the same cast. Um, Yes, I I, I do have that down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so again, it's weird because it's not really a commonality, but it is kind of commonality. But uh, yeah, you know, Beth is missing from one episode. Obviously, we have Walt in one. Uh, Catherine is missing from one. Um, you know, Bill obviously is out of one, two. Uh, so there is not the same cast in any of the three episodes. And I think that's what we've got for our threes. Jason, anything uh, strike your mind? Anything else come up? Not at all and i'm now questioning my twos so nope it's your time to shine it's your time to shine (laughs) yeah what's something you found in common between two episodes well i mean the thing is okay they are directly linked to what i already said like the insecurity but uh in jackass junior high and in halloween i think and then i'm gonna actually there's a sideways link between apartment it is not real Uh, (laughs) it is just a word association thing but i think 
between Jackass Junior High and Halloween, there's an alienation theme. It's not just the sort of like, mm. I feel insecure. It's like, I feel like outside of the rest of the group. Right. And then there's an actual alien in apartment. That's all I've got <laughs> for that. So that's my it. sideways link. I'll keep take thinking. Um, oh, shit. And then there was something I forgot to point out earlier about one of these other episodes that I thought was very funny. It was a background thing. But we'll, you know, we'll just do that in the next category. You okay. Just kind of throw it in there. Sounds good to me. All right. Uh, Lauren, what's something you found as a link between two episodes? Um, so also in Jackass Junior High and Halloween, we've got this theme of Bill being depressed. So mm-hmm. in Jackass mm-hmm. Junior High, no one thinks he's funny. He gets very right. depressed about it by the end. And in Halloween, he's depressed because he thinks he's going to die. So that was a theme that I noticed between those two episodes. Yeah, very similarly, I had he gets shocking news. Like, he does not know he's not funny until he's told, and he doesn't think he's going to die until he's told. So, you know, right there in the same vein, um, we, get, we get Bill getting that kind of reaction and, and having that emotional ride. That's Tom, what's, uh, what's something you found as a link between two episodes? Uh Mine aren't as deep as, as yours. I'm I'm much more shallow person apparently. Um, <laughs> the um, in two episodes we have Beth and Joe in both apartment and Halloween. They both wear costumes. Um, and Jimmy in in two episodes we have Jimmy wearing a costume in, in Jackass Junior High and Halloween. There you go. Double up. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, Joe wears the alien autopsy corner a couple times. I'm like, that's pretty no, cool. It's, yeah, it's you know, and, and I think we already talked about them being out outside of the office, you know, a couple times. So I think somehow threes almost ended up being easier for me than twos this week because I'm yeah, just like, same. I don't know. Uh, Jason, do you have another link between two episodes? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, but I, I, yeah. I did not think deeply enough about it. My apologies. All right, Lauren, take it away. All right, I got a bunch. <laughs> okay. Um, you guys already kind of mentioned the cigars, but in Jackass Junior High and Halloween, we got cigar smoking happening. You know, we got lots of cigars and milk in Jackass Junior High, as Tom so aptly pointed out. Great combination there. Um, and then we've got Joe smoking a cigar at the Halloween party in Halloween delicious um and also in those two episodes just lots of extras that was also something that kind of came up in an earlier earlier category but yeah we got the tour groups in jackass junior high and party goers in halloween very few times i think we see that quantity of extras mm. in this yeah, whole series so that was kind of kind of interesting to see all right i got a yeah. whole bunch more but um, keep going yeah. keep going oh, keep okay. rolling all right all right um, all right, between Halloween and apartment, um, we've got this hard cut with a character being flanked on either side by two characters. Okay. <laughs> so in Halloween, we've got Catherine and Beth basically dragging Bill out of the party I to love confront that him about his elderly uh, dance partner, <laughs> Dorothy. I love that part. Yeah. Really, really old. <laughs> really, really old. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. My grandmother is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then in apartment, Jimmy has his arms over the shoulders of Dave and Lisa in Dave's office and then cut to him with his arms over the shoulders at the conference table when he realizes he can't decide who to give the reference to. I always 
have said, I like to imagine that he walked them out there like that. But I did notice in this last <laughs> rewatch that Lisa, go she's standing in Dave's office with her jacket on. And when she's standing at the camp conference table, her jacket's off. So something else transpired there. I don't get to imagine that, that <laughs> fun uh, walk, walk through the doorway sideways anymore. <laughs> um, okay. Also in Halloween and apartment, we've got contests. So there's the okay. costume contest that happens at the Halloween party. Right, and then, right. And then That's there's the one. apartment contest. So it, in any way you want to look at it, like there was Matthew's quiz. There was the vote of the staff. There was right. the, the internet vote. Whichever part of that you want to consider the contest. I mean, you could actually argue uh, in Bill's mind, it's a contest between, between him and Mark Davis. <laughs> put that in the common of threes, but that's yeah. that's a really good one. I, yeah, I don't, that's great. How did I miss that one? That's a great yeah. one. <laughs> Keep going. Um, animals on set. So we got a snake, a live snake in Halloween right. in the cold open. And uh, we got the puppy in apartment. So oh, yeah. live animals on set. To the consternation of, of Neil that. Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think we, somebody already mentioned at ending the episode with Matthew dancing, right? Yes. Um, oh, Halloween no. and apartment both ended with Matthew oh, yeah. dancing. To the same music. To the same yeah, music. That's the and part, pretty yeah. much the same dance. Like it was right. a very it's exactly similar, the same dance, it's basically yeah. his version of the robot, I think. Right. <laughs> um, and alien autopsy jokes in both. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Okay. First of all, it's Alien Odyssey <laughs> bloopers, so you don't know what you're talking about. That might be my favorite Joe Rogan scene in somehow. Like, you know, like, yeah. Just, just, That's him about almost cracking. Just, yeah, exactly. Completely <laughs> almost loses his shit. And that was oh, the so best funny. take. You uh -huh. gotta know that right. was the best take. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> all right, I, I got two it. two more, and they're for Jackass Junior High and Apartment. Okay. Um, so in those two episodes, we've got shirtlessness. So Joe is shirtless in the break room in Jackass Junior right. High in the, the milk and cigar scene. And um, Max is shirtless sunbathing on a rock in apartment. Mm -hmm. We don't actually see it. Sure. But it's mentioned. Thankfully. It's mentioned. Yes. <laughs> Love it. And also in those two episodes, we've got Matthew hosting something. So he's hosting the tour in Jackass Junior High. Right. He's hosting the quiz in apartment. All right. And that is why Lauren does the Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah. Because those are all really good. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh, man, I missed all of those? <laughs> My list is like three things. Come on, man. Step it up. All right. So we're going to go into uh, our next category. We only got two more. But next category is just kind of unmentioned. So this is kind of like anything we didn't get to, anything mm -hmm. that we realized, uh, you know, that we missed or, or wanted to bring up again. Uh, so this is just kind of a, a random hodgepodge of, you know, whatever strikes your fancy, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, Jason. Yeah. You're working on that tablet. Look pretty serious. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm expecting some magic here. Oh no! Don't don't do that. <laughs> don't don't prepare for disappointment. Um, um. Uh, yeah. The the what? So maybe I should share my screen because I don't know if you guys notice this. Do you mind if I share my screen first of all? I don't know. All we right. Do let's mind. do this. I'm gonna share my little screen. I'm not gonna add any sound because you don't need it because you just need to watch this extra in the background. Is that full screen? No, it's not. There we go. All right, so um, just very quickly, just watch this extra in the background who goes up to the sandwich right. machine in just a second. So we're what? in Halloween. Lauren, I we're told you about Halloween. this guy. I told you about this guy. Oh, did you? Did yeah. you? Yep. Have you this talked is the about guy this right before? Here. 
Okay. Yep. This, no, we got it. Go ahead, this Jason. Is the, go. This is the dorks, dorks, dorks in the elevator yep. scene. He's right. put some cash into the machine. He's now looking, trying to figure out what he wants, and fuck it, walks away. Exactly. <laughs> he puts his money in there and then has, chooses not to get anything. It's a broken machine or he's dissatisfied with the selection. So there we are. Great catch. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I, I called that one out, Jason. You're very validating you? today. Okay. You're, I was okay, just going to say. You got Tom's research. You got me on a seat. Like, okay, good. See, all I'm doing is repeating that. stuff that's, that's been on the show before. I'm so excited that I'm doing this. Boy, <laughs> no, that, this has, no, I believe that was very validating to Thad because obviously, like, none of us are actors, right? And uh-huh. he called right. that out as like, this is a fantastic like, background performance. <laughs> like <laughs> this guy, yeah. this guy nailed it, and mm-hmm. and you just picked that out out of all three episodes with so many extras. You picked out that scene so i'm sure that was very validating props <laughs> did not give him a sandwich they did they gave him i guarantee the assistant director said go over there do something at the machine and then walk out at this line that's oh, all he had to do and the thing is okay but what do i do okay i pretend to put change in i guess i don't need anything didn't even bother to try and get his change because like that mm-hmm. would have probably been loud or weird so he just had to say fuck it and walk away and i like <laughs> perfect the little hand motion is great perfect. yeah he's great yeah it's great. and uh, i like to think that he was going to go talk to Catherine, and obviously he's in the elevator so he's just having a bad day all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> i want to know more about that guy uh-huh. did i see friends day. this week <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right, uh, Tom. What was uh, what was something you wanted to put in this category? Um, I think we kind of went through it, like with the Venn diagram stuff. So I, I don't really have a lot of unmentioned items. Uh, I think I've mentioned All right. them. All right. If you think of anything, you know, don't be afraid to jump right in. All right, uh, Lauren. Um. Okay. So I I know I mentioned it briefly when we went through Halloween that I used a scream grab from that episode to do one of the sketches that I submitted for the news radio comic that Jason is hoping to put together. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my Joe and Matthew sketch. So I did all yeah. the I did all the main cast members in pairs. So that was my Joe and Matthew so sketch. Um, oddly enough, I did a Dave and Lisa sketch, and the screen grab I used for that was from Apartment. So two sketches, one unit. And I just had to look back and look at the rest of the ones that I did. So I also did a sketch of Bill and Catherine together. That scene was from The Breakup. And I did Jimmy and Beth, and it was from Balloon. So we've already covered all the episodes that I used for my (laughs) sketches that I submitted for the comic, even though we're not going through in any order that anyone ever would have predicted (laughs) at all. (laughs) Also validating. Um, do Do you want to post those? Maybe put them up? Yeah. Yeah, I'll put them up. Yeah, I think it'd be a good good. idea. They're great. Oh, Yeah, absolutely. I'm so pissed that that comic hasn't been finished yet, but, you know, (laughs) things happen. What are you going to do? Got to get more submissions. Anybody go? Feel free. Email me, freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please. Send in your news radio (laughs) fan art. We know you got some. Yeah. I have one other thing that I just remembered. This is pointless and worthless, probably. (laughs) Go for it. you want it. Uh, Fort Lee is 18 18 minutes to Manhattan if you take the 159 bus. Um, Fort Lee is also where the film industry was born. I thought I should just point Mm. both of those things out. Mm. So it does have that, but it has almost nothing else. And it's not that long of a trip by bus. So it's not like that's hard to get there. So probably more like an inside joke for the writers or actors. Probably. There's a lot (laughs) of New York inside jokes. Well, they got that that fort. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's one of those things where I'm like, I don't, I don't get this. And then I get an email from Lou Morton who says, why didn't you get this? It's pretty obvious. He doesn't say that. He's not a dick about it. But he's always <laughs> walking me through it like I'm a child. 
these guys are just working on so many different levels. Like, mm-hmm. man, I, I shudder to think of how many jokes we have not, you know, recognized on the episodes that I know I've watched way too many times in preparation. Right. My so. response to that is, yeah, thanks, college. Nobody really cares. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've uh, I've got like two, and then I want to ask Jason a couple questions. But the first one I wanted to do is like uh, something that really stuck with me was was how how hard Bill was trying to prove that he was funny in Jackass Junior High. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does tries to do the funny voice. Um, he tries he sets up the joke with Walt. You know, maybe maybe they wouldn't talking to you. He's like, you know, no, everybody doesn't react, and then Walt <laughs> flips it on him. Maybe you should turn me on, Bill. Um, you know, uh, he does the Groucho Marks glasses and finger guns at Lisa, mm-hmm. which I will say I did not realize that that's why he was trying to prove he was funny. Is why he did it. The, probably the first couple times I'm like, what was that? Um, that was good. The shoe polish on the tooth and the horn when he finally meets Mark Davis. Uh, and then the way he tears into Dave at that last meeting, it's like he really went all out all episode trying to prove that he was funny. And, and, you know, when I reflected, I was like, wow, that was <laughs> that's a lot of Phil Hartman just doing some Phil Hartman. It was great. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Um, I've got another one. Lauren, did you have another one? No, that was it for unmentioned for me. Okay. So I've got two quick mentions. Then, like I said, just two, uh, two questions for Jason. Um, I noticed that Dave painted his fingernails for the Halloween costume. I thought that oh, was sure. kind of a, a nice little touch. Like he went all out to make sure that oh, costume yeah. worked. A nice bright red. Look at that, Dave. Good yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, like, if I was going to do something similar, that's mm-hmm. the part I would have forgotten. Or that's the part sure. I wouldn't have paid attention to. Yeah. Um, I'm now realizing I dated a girl who looked like Dave as a woman. I'm now realizing that that happened. <laughs> I, it so now, just very struck podcast. me. Yeah, it is. But it just struck me. But, you know, there you go. Makes sense. It's all tracks. All things go back to news radio. Was she funny? She's very funny. Very funny. Yep. Well, we might have to we might have to do a little tracking of some timelines here. <laughs> um all right, so I also wanted to mention I thought it was a really good Joe unit. You know, like Joe can be mm-hmm. hot and cold in these episodes, but I, I sure. think in every episode he gets at least one or two scenes where they really just have me kind of bust out laughing or uh just kind of appreciate that Joe Rogan humor, which does not happen every episode. Um, so so that's where we are all right uh tom did you uh think of anything anything you want to mention uh no nothing really okay so jason i've got two questions for you um and then we'll go uh so the first one was uh another trick question that we decided to take out of the lightning round Mm. uh we were going to give you a true or false Mm. matthew's cats have cute silly names Mm. i mean we we both know to him Absolutely not, but <laughs> no, come on, Choo Choo and Mit Mit. Is this the first? Is is that where we learn them? This is the episode. I believe so. Them, yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I don't, don't think we. So. I don't think you mentioned my name. Yeah, because it doesn't work as a punchline. If yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's great. Good stuff. I love it. Those are good names. If I get if I get two more cats, I mean, if I can convince my wife, that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> bringing it up is worth it for that alone. Right. We have it on tape. It's a promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then on a more serious note, Jason, I want to ask you about the extras. You know, we noted that yeah. both of these, uh, two of the episodes have a lot of extras, like more than just one or two, a handful, like a bunch of extras. Oh, and yeah. in particular, at the Halloween party, it seems like everybody's talking. Jimmy walks over to a group and we kind of mm-hmm. see it seems like he's in conversation. So I'm wondering, like, 
you know, <laughs> how does that work? You know, if you were an extra on that set, mm -hmm. are you actually having a conversation? They just mic the real actors. Are they telling you to do that thing where you're just like peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut butter? <laughs> you know, just <laughs> moving your mouth and just making a little mumble. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I, I was hoping you could uh, help me out and enlighten me about how it, it, how it works for those extras and, and what that experience might be like. Let's talk first about what we're supposed to do as extras and then what actually happens. Okay. <laughs> Number one, you are correct that they are, you are, the main actors are supposed to be mic'd. There are exceptions to this, but they're very rare. And because of that, you were supposed to keep your mouth shut. If you were wearing heels, you were supposed to not keep your mouth shut. You're not supposed to say anything. Right. You, if you were wearing heels or hard soled shoes, they will put rubber on them so that okay. you don't squeak or clack. Um, so for some, especially something like this, you're just supposed to either do what you said, like peanut butter, peanut butter, whatever, or try and have a conversation. So most of the time, the medium, the middle ground that is found is like people like ASMR talking to each other, the lowest, like, so what were you doing yesterday? Oh yeah, I was, oh, okay. okay. And it's usually to make it look more real because right. I will be honest, I have had people like just totally mouth it to me and I don't know what they want the reaction <laughs> to be. So you can have two, like maybe even like, uh, trained actors who don't know what the other person's trying to get from them uh, and it, it, it's just you're both making weird reactions to one another and I've seen it I've seen that happen where people are not coordinated um, what you should do is blah 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 stop and the other person goes oh blah 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 stop that's basically what you should do <laughs> but yeah that's a very long answer to your question uh, but I, I can tell you the exact opposite has happened I was on the set Any, anybody here ever seen the show Samantha Who? You ever see that show starring yeah. Christina Applegate? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was on a ton of those episodes. I'm in the background. I have hair. That's why you won't be able to recognize me. <laughs> and, um, usually in the bar that Samantha and her friends, Melissa McCarthy and whomever, would go to. And you just hang out. It's a little harder because you've got glasses that can clink and shit and make a lot of noise. Mm -hmm. So you have to be very careful. I'd usually have a, a, a bottle of fake beer, of near beer. One guy, I remember once, just we're sitting there. Everybody's just pretending to drink you're really not supposed to drink i would usually drink it half the time like an idiot uh but he's just in the middle of a take as christina applegate is delivering a line he just takes his beer bottle and goes in the middle of a take <laughs> what the, and the ad's like really dude like he just stops the whole because they have to, they just they've oh, lost a take which by the way costs tens of thousands of dollars oh, you know? and uh, one of the funniest things i've ever seen an extra do not the dumbest but one of the dumbest and that you did that is cardinal rule number one you don't make noise unless it's a scene where the lead isn't on like i was on that show american dreams and there was a okay. a couple oh, yeah. there were a couple scenes that were protests and so there's nothing but the extras on scenes. Everybody yells, mm. ah, blah, 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 blah. And then right. they, you, don't, you don't get paid for them because they're not really lines. But that's the one time you're really allowed to make noise. So even if it's an audience scene, you're supposed to, like, fake oh. I did the Yeah, people you can't see. Jason is making a clapping motion. No <laughs> yes, noise. Right. I'm sitting here with my eyes wide. I'm like, <laughs> He's air clapping. <laughs> yeah, that's uh Bravo. Yeah, wow. bravo. Yeah. They couldn't remove that guy because he had been in the other parts of the scene, right? You, like, you no, exactly. They, yeah, they said, "Fucking stop and don't do that again." They didn't say it that way, but yeah, yeah his eyes said that because uh, he would have been kicked off. They would have found oh, a way yeah. to shoot around him otherwise. Because I remember hearing, oh, speaking of news radio and extras, there's that whole our 50th episode where they literally had to digitally remove a guy. Which cost so much more money to do then than it does now. I think the because... Papa video said that they didn't remove them because it cost so much. Oh, like they hated them, but they wanted to. Uh, they wanted to get them out, but they had yeah. to leave okay. them in because it cost too much. Ten thousand dollars or more, I believe. Right. That I mean, that makes sense. But the, 
but then I swear somebody said they did remove. Okay, well that's it. Well, I'll I will take the pop up video as gospel. That's what I will. VH one's wrong. I don't want to be right. <laughs> um, well, so uh, so I guess the next question is: Did you think that the extras did a good job in this episode? They weren't distracting, so yes, that's the only rule. Don't be distracting. Okay. Feel real. And then, you know, the one kid who, if you get a line, you're not an extra, you know, make sure you sell your one or two or three lines. That kid's just very funny. He's very funny. It's good delivery. When you get a a funny kid, like not just a good kid actor, but a funny kid actor, that's Mm. exceptional. To to have timing (laughs) as a kid. Something's wrong with you, but great, good. You're going to make a lot of money. I remember when I had my first beer, you little snot. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's an accomplishment to say you're not distracting as an extra when you're mm-hmm. literally dressed as a bush. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. I was trying to figure out what that guy was suppo- guy or woman was supposed to be because, yes. That's one, an accomplishment to not 100%. be too distracting. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I was more thinking, I was like, man, if, like, if me and my buddies were on set, we'd do something really stupid in the background. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. I do like that that Teen Titans Go thing of just saying waffles, 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 waffles. <laughs> well, we just, yeah. There's no way we wouldn't crack each other up in the background. Like, we're those guys you can't put in that stuff because yeah. we're going to start laughing and we're going to screw it up. Yeah, if you don't laugh out loud, you're good to go. But yeah, if you make noise, you're dead. You're like, they will just... I, I, not for laughing, but I did almost like I killed a take, a more expensive take than the one I just described for overacting drunk on that show, Las Vegas. And uh, like called out in front of a room of 100 people for being too drunk, <laughs> pretending to be too drunk. I, I had never been drunk before. I was like, OK, stumbles. <laughs> cut, cut. All right, stumbles. Can you tone it down a little? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Did James Conn turn around and glare at you? <laughs> no, no. He was kind. He, and I was on set with John Bon Jovi that day, too, and John Elway. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a weird right. combination of yeah. people to be on set with. I stole a lot of set stuff from that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Jason. Thank you so much for, for answering that because I, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I don't see a lot of episodes where you have a lot of extra no. work in groups like that, especially at parties. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, man, what are, what are they supposed to do? Because it does look like Stephen Root walks over as Jimmy and has engages in conversation with two or three people, and then he walks away. Yeah. And I'm like, did he talk to him? Like, how would I not laugh at Stephen Root if he came over right? and said something funny in the background? <laughs> you know, like. Definitely, Sometimes so. too, like I'm, I'm sure there are actors like him who would just start talking to you to see if, like, talking a little bit to see if they could get you in trouble as a joke. Like that is the kind of thing that will also happen if you've got somebody with a sense of humor. Yeah, he strikes me as somebody who might do that to you. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's like that's a story I'll live with. I'd be like, ah, I right? got kicked off set because I was oh. laughing at Stephen. He was making me laugh. I just could on the back. Like, so I'll good. take that story. That's one hundred percent. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that pretty much covers everything we didn't mention before. Uh, so we're going to go to our last category, uh, which is the individual rating of the unit. All right. So overall, we like to like to rate the units. Uh, a lot of times we like to give it a little little pizzazz in terms of uh, how we're going to rate it. Uh, Jason, you want to go first on this one? You want to go last on this one? I'm going to go last. Okay. Uh, so then Lauren is going to go first. Lauren, what did you rate this unit? I rated this unit 8 out of 10 rump shakers or some reasonable facsimile. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> well done. Well done. I like it. Uh, Tom, what was your rating of the unit? Uh, I gave this, this unit uh, 6 out of 10 petty fours, which are exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, six out of ten petty force. Um, I went back up. I thought it was a little better. Eight village people songs out of ten. Because village people songs do not make you sad. You think of costumes and you think of fun. And therefore, I'm going to go eight songs out of ten. Jason? I'll I'll say seven and a half penis microphones because I wanted to say penis. Uh, So there we go. Uh, You can imagine yourself what a half a penis microphone looks like. And... Awesome. Hey, WNYXicans. Because we were having so much fun talking to Jason, and because we packed some extra costume mania goodness into this unit, this episode ran long, and we decided to break it up into two episodes. We hope you'll come back Thursday to hear the exciting conclusion of our costume mania recap episode with Jason Klom. Until then, remember, the Hoodoo Factory is the only known antidote for Absa fever. Good night, pumpkin. But a fuko to you too. Pantyhose. Thank you for visiting the Hoodoo Factory, the source for all your hoodoo needs. You can follow us on Twitter at hoodoo underscore factory. The Hoodoo Factory is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Please stop by the gift shop on your way out. And remember, the Hoodoo Factory is the supplier of the only known antidote for abs of fever. <laughs> <laughs>